All right, hello and welcome to the first episode of Nick Sports Talk with your host Nick Scortino. Um, just like to say hello to everybody and uh, welcome. So uh, on this episode today, we'll be talking about the NFL, NBA, men's uh, college basketball, the NHL, the MLB, and soccer. So we'll start off by talking with one of the big biggest stories that we have for this week, which is the Super Bowl. Now. A lot of people I've talked to already about this, and they don't really like my claims, but I really think that the Super Bowl was a little bit rigged by the refs because there was just a lot of really bad calls, really bad uh, really bad penalties called for the Chiefs. And I just think that, you know, it could have been done a lot better, and it wasn't. Uh, for example, my, the Mike Evans uh pass interference call that led to one of the touchdowns by Tampa Bay. The defender lost his footing, tripped, and Mike and didn't touch Mike Evans, and he fell over like a sack of potatoes, and they called that a foul. Like, come on, man. That's not that's not really a penalty. He didn't touch him at all, and it the the ref the refs in this game were god awful. Horrible. And the other the other one that really you know, stood out to me was Patrick Mahomes was already being tackled by two defenders and a Tampa Bay Buccaneer player came in and threw his shoulder into his helmet. That is literally hitting a defenseless player and the refs called absolutely nothing. And Patrick Mahomes got the crap kicked out of him the entire game. But of course, you know, it's Tom Brady. They're not going to make those calls. So I really feel bad for the Chiefs, you know, I think it should have gone down a lot better. It didn't really help that Mahomes was hurt with the turf toe, but I think that there could have been a lot better calls made than there was. And, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I still thought it was a very boring Super Bowl to watch, but that's just me. I'm not a Tampa Bay fan or a Chiefs fan, but I just wish it would have been a better game. Um, next up, we'll move over. Uh, to the NBA, so Derrick Rose was traded back to the Knicks for a for Dennis Smith Jr. and a second round pick in twenty twenty one. I don't fully understand this trade. I understand you know Dennis Smith Jr. doesn't want to be there because he's not the main he's not the starting point guard anymore because it's Alfred Payton. But why trade a second round pick and a player for a an aging uh, point guard when you have Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench who has been balling out for the Knicks on bench duty, essentially, and they still won't start him. I don't fully understand that, but, you know, I mean, Derrick Rose has always been with Tom Tom Thibodeau, but maybe Derrick Rose will be what he was when he was back in Minnesota. So if that's the case, hey, the trade works out. If not, you know, Derrick Rose isn't necessarily a terrible player to have on your bench. Um, next up, Steph Curry is, has been an absolute man on a mission this year in the NBA, averaging 29.5 points, 1.3 steals, 6.1 assists, 5.4 rebounds, and shooting 48.1% from the field, and 42.5% from beyond the arc. That is some very solid numbers for Steph Curry, who missed most of last season with some injuries, which was, you know, tough, but come back and he has looked like a completely different he's looked at old Steph Curry not a completely different person but um 
He's a great, but it doesn't really help that his team's not helping him much these games. Draymond Green has not been doing good. Um, and a few other people on the team have been doing good. The only other guy on the team I think has been playing well is James Wiseman in his first uh, NBA season. So, um, but all right, if Steph Steph can somehow let a fire under his teammates, I think that it'll it'll be a lot better for them. Um, Kevin Durant has been looking like his old old MVP self, but COVID isn't really helping him at this time. Because <laughs> now it's the second time he's been held out due to health and safety protocols, and it stinks because this is the times we live in nowadays. But hopefully Kevin Durant can get that all situated and uh, really help himself, uh, better himself. So later in the year when the Nets really need to rely on him, they can. But he's been he's been playing very good basketball for now, so... Um, then, uh, then there's LaMelo Ball, who he is definitely the rookie of the year as of right now. He has, he has turned around the Hornets and they have looked like such a potent offense. And it's, it's good to see a young point guard come in and really change the offensive system. So it's nice to see that, um, he's been doing good. You know, it's been been a pretty good year for the NBA so far, um, now here's another, here's the the one bad thing with the NBA as of right now, and that's the uh, the All Star game. I don't really think that this is a this is a good move by them at all. I th- really think that it's you know we're in, still in the middle of a pandemic. Not everybody's been vaccinated. Not everybody has the antibodies for this virus, and you're gonna risk that by having an All Star game in Atlanta. Who doesn't necessarily have the uh, strictest rules regarding masks and all these uh, health and safety protocols regarding the virus. And, you know, LeBron James has said he'll, uh, he won't be there mentally, but he'll be there physically. And it's like, you know, obviously LeBron James isn't going to miss out on the, uh, on the opportunity to play in the all-star game, but, and be an all-star, but they, they really got to think this through and think, a lot of these people go go home to their families and all this, and you know, they're traveling all over the world to already play all over the country to play uh, in the NBA. And it's like, why why risk this so you can um, why risk this so you can just have one weekend where all the the best players in the NBA so far can play each other? Like, in my opinion, I don't think that's really I don't think it's worth it. I I think LeBron was right to question the having it in the middle of a pandemic. It's it stinks because you know All Star Weekends is always a fun weekend. You know you get to watch the best of the best play each other. You know the slam dunk contest, three point contest, the skills competition, all that stuff. It's great to watch, but I just think it's it's a very tough situation that they've they've put the players in now, and it'll be interesting to see what exactly happens. Um, next, we'll move on to men's basketball, college basketball. So um, Rutgers is back in the top 25, but unfortunately they have two must-win games against Iowa and Michigan, and Rutgers has been playing out of their minds recently. They've won four in a row, which has been great, but the biggest concern with their entire team has been free-throw shooting. They have one of the worst free-throw completion rates in all of college basketball, I think, and you know, they've lost multiple games this year just because they haven't been able to hit free throws. And it'll really play into the long run of whether or not they could stay in the top 25. I'm hoping they can, 
but we'll see whether or not they're able to stay in the top 25. Um, next up, uh, Kansas, UNC, Duke, and Kentucky are all out of the top 25 in this, you know, very weird year. It's strange, you know, to see these top teams like Kansas, UNC, Duke, and Kentucky not their normal dominant selves. And it's like all these other teams. I mean, obviously Gonzaga has been a fantastic basketball team every single year, but, you know, it's nice to see them sitting up at number one and Alabama's at number two, which I'm very still very shocked by, but it's it's cool to see these different teams step up very big in uh, this new season and really show how, how different college basketball can be. Um, moving on to the NHL, um, so the only thing I have is I'm a huge Devils fan, and, you know, as most of you know, I'm sure the Devils have had a lot of issues with COVID uh, these last few weeks, and not being able to watch it has, has hurt me a little bit because I love to watch hockey, but, you know, they uh, they were going to have some games this week, but uh, they added a few more guys to the COVID list, and now their next three games have been suspended, which is very unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, the Devils get their, their stuff together and they're uh, able to come back stronger uh, in this shortened season, and hopefully they, they find a way to make up these postponed games, but... Um, I think they can, you know, the, the Eastern Conference is uh, is a hard conference to begin with, so if they play somewhere in the middle, I'll be okay with that. You know, they're a young team, they're still developing their skills, and I think that in the future, the Devils will be, a, will be contending for Cups, but we'll see how that pans out. Um, next up, the MLB. So, uh, big news that happened this week was Trevor Bauer signed a three-year deal worth $102 million dollars. And he is an opt-out after years one and two. So I think that um, I think he'll opt out after this year to try to get more money, which, I mean, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody would try to do that. And me personally, I don't think he's really worth the contract that they gave him. But that's just because after watching him in Cleveland all those years, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't stellar. He was behind Kluber all the time. And he... I think that he was just, you know, middle of the rotation guy, you know, not terrible, but not great. And, uh, you know, the shortened season, I guess I feel really helped him in the making his case for the Cy Young, which he eventually went on to win with the Cincinnati Reds and good for him. You know, I'm not dissing that, but I just think that with everything that's gone on, the shortened season, all that, I just think that it's going to be interesting to see now him playing if they MLB is slated to play a full season, full uh, 100 plus games. So if that's the case, it'll be interesting to see how he he meshes with the Dodgers team and the opponents that he'll have to play. But I don't think he's worth all that money for him. So uh, next up, we have the Texas Rangers and Oakland Athletics made made a trade of Elvis and Drewis. Aramis Garcia and $13.5 million for Chris Davis, Jonah Heim, and Dane Acker. So I don't know too much about this. I just know that uh, Chris Davis was uh, one of the best DHs for the Oakland Athletics. And I think that he's still got a lot of uh, game left in him. So I know I think it's a good trade for Texas getting a stud batter. Um, I don't really know too much about the other players, but... I think that it'll probably work out in the end for them. Uh, 
We'll move on to the final topic of the night, which is soccer. So Lionel Messi came off the bench this weekend for Barcelona to help them beat Real Batiste, and he came off like a rocket, man. He was playing out of his mind, doing fantastic things for for Barcelona. It was really great to, to see him uh, kind of help them win. I didn't watch the game, but, you know, it was really nice to see Messi uh, help Barcelona out again in a time of need where they, they're trying to fight for a Champions League spot in La Liga after a really slow start to the season. Um, next, we'll move on to England, where Liverpool has fallen apart these last few games that they've played, and you know, I think it all starts with the back line. Not having Virgil van Dijk or Joe Gomez or a few other other, you know, rock solid defensive players available week in and week out has really been tough for Jurgen Klopp and I think that showed against Manchester City who came out swinging uh over the weekend and uh absolutely decimated Liverpool. Um, City's currently at top of the Premier League, and I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't think anybody's going to be able to touch them uh, as time goes on and the Premier League continues. They're just red hot, playing everything with a lot of heart, and Pep Guardiola, I think, has really found out found his center-back pairing in Ruben Diaz and John Stones and swapping in uh, America Laporte, and I think that they've uh, that Pep Guardiola has done a fantastic job so far, and I think it'll really show the season, and I think that they'll end up winning the um, Premier League. Uh, the final topic for the night is the ref, the refs in the Premier League have been atrocious, and more recently, um, Mike Dean had uh, was receiving death threats for his red card against Thomas uh, Susek from uh, West Ham, and you know, guys, I understand when a ref makes a bad call, but that doesn't give you the right to start sending death threats to him. I understand, you know, it was a terrible call. It wasn't right. But the red card was um, removed. They uh, West Ham fought it, and they won. So uh, Susek isn't going to get a, a ban, which is nice. But the unfortunate part about all this is um, David Luiz was shown a red card uh, against uh, Wolverhampton, and that was for the Wolverhampton player uh leg hitting David Luiz's leg while he was running while he was in the back stride of his run and that was still upheld for no reason there was literally no contact or there was a little bit of contact but nothing like you know too serious to the point that it deserved a red card and I just think that it's annoying that this is all you know the refs and VAR should be a little bit more um the refs should really just, you know, keep an eye more on what exactly goes on, and VAR should really, really review things. Because I feel like they have, the last few weeks they haven't been really reviewing things for um, fouls and penalties and all that, and I think that there's just a lot of BS that's been happening. So, um, but that concludes um, everything this week. Um, I'm going to try to do these podcast weekly and you know uh i'll dive more in depth on certain topics that i feel will be uh very beneficial to talk about and soon i'll introduce guests on the show and i'm excited to see what happens in the future so thank you very much thank you for listening